You never know where you're going if you don't look back Hold it tight like a fist for it fades to black You got a relic, best to keep it true A ticket to the past, it can bring you to You got a relic, it come far and few Remember what you do, it comes back on you A relic, best to keep it true A ticket to the past, it can bring you to You got a relic, it come far and few What's good, people? This is the Relic Podcast. I'm Chad Snow, and thank you for listening. It's Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. Here we are again. Bam, I see you. She's with me again, wandering around, checking things out, testing her limits. Never ceases to me to amaze me though every single day, like how these little things grow so fast and learn so much in a short period of time. And she's still doing it and doing a good job at it. Thank you, Bam. I see you. So we're on episode 111, I believe. Last week or the week before, I talked about some hoops, just in general terms. And then when I talk about basketball and stuff like that, it, it gets me thinking, reminiscing, thinking about coaching days, playing days, and lessons learned, and different moments, etc., etc., etc. And this was no different. It got me thinking about a certain player. And I might have touched on him before, or touched on the story before. I'm not sure. It's a, we've done 11, 111 episodes, so forgive me if this is kind of a repeat. But for those new listeners out there, enjoy. Old listeners, enjoy. Bam's pounding on the floor with a duster. It's her favorite toy when she comes up here. Yeah, but it got me thinking about a certain player name was Mitch and I had him when I was in Monaga and he uh, he was part of a good uh, that last group of players I had before I moved on from there so this is back in 2005 and I started teaching him in when he was a seventh grader so he came up with me. And I've talked about how he used to open the gym in the mornings, early mornings, and I'd have players come in, even people, kids that weren't players. It started becoming like a a popular place to come in the mornings. But Mitch was with me from the beginning when I'd open the gym up. And I remember I'd, I'd pick him up on my way there because he lived close by me. And as I, as I was driving there, I'd pick him up early in the morning. And like clockwork, he would be there. He showed up. And the day before, hey, coach, you going to pick me up in the morning? Yeah, I got you. And he was there every morning, shooting hoops, seventh grade, eighth grade. And that always impressed me about him. I was like, man, this kid doesn't have to get up this early, and he's up early, and he's showing up. 
And then it was time for, and he was part of a good group of kids that, you know, in junior high, they went undefeated. And there was, you know, six, five, six, seven of them. And they came up together. And then it was time for him to be a part of, you know, the seventh and eighth grade team, junior high team. And then when you move up to the high school, it's usually freshmen. And that's when he started getting in the habit of coming out and then quitting. And for whatever reason. And I've, I've mentioned before that we worked hard in practice. Maybe it was because we worked hard and he didn't want to do all the extra running and stuff. I don't know. Maybe it was because he thought he should play more and he wasn't. I don't know. That, that's not for me to answer. All I'm saying is he, would, he got in the habit of coming out and then quitting. Coming out and then quitting. And this became a pattern freshman year maybe not freshman but for sure sophomore and junior year and as a coach you don't want to see your players quit but when it becomes a habit like that when they do it continually it's like all right don't don't even bother coming out why do you even come out wasting your time you're wasting our time we're putting effort into coaching you be a part of this team you're letting yourself down. You're letting your teammates down. You're letting your coaches down. And I took that very seriously. So when it came time for his senior year, he wanted to come out. And I never stopped anyone from coming out, but I was very honest with him. I told him, you know, Mitch, if you come out, you're probably never going to play. And you're a senior. Is that something you think you can do? Come to practice every single day. Show up every single day. Come to games and with no expectation of playing. Except at the end of the game, if we're up by a lot of points, you put players in. But other than that, you're not going to be a part of a regular rotation. Can you handle that? Yeah, coach. All right, then you're welcome to come out. And he came out. And guess what Mitch did? He showed up every day. Came to the practice, busted his butt. Blood, sweat, and tears went through it all. Never complained. Never asked for more. Never asked a, a bigger role can I play more coach can I can you put me in never never that every single day and we're winning games we're doing well have a good team and by the towards the end of the season we're competing for a conference championship and we won a conference championship the year before and we're doing competing for the same thing this this year, 2004-2005 season. And then we ran into a little bit of a snag where one of our better players um, became ineligible. I think he had to miss like three games. 
three or four games. In one of those games, actually not just one, the games that he missed were important games. Important games not only for the conference, but for our seeding in the section for the, 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 the tournament postseason. They weren't meaningless games. And one of the games was against Bertha Hewitt, which was competing with us for the conference title. We needed to beat them in order to clinch the conference title. If they beat us, they win. If we beat them, we win. Or maybe we tie. I can't remember exactly. But either way, we needed to win that game. And we're playing without one of our best players, our leading score, rebounder, etc. Got some decisions to make. It's time for Mitch to play. Now again, like I said, he's he hasn't played all year any meaningful minutes in any of the games. He's just been practicing hard, pushing the, the pushing the players that do play, being a great teammate, being a great player, a role player, what you ask of. That's what he's doing. He's playing his part. And now it's time to play in a game that has a ton of meaning there's a lot on the line and it's like Mitch you're going to not only be playing you're starting I believe you know I shouldn't even say that my memory again this has been almost 20 years so he might not have started but he was going to play a lot and I asked him are you ready yeah coach I'm ready all right better be so now we're playing Bertha Hewitt and again conference rival lot on the line they're a good team and what happens not only did we beat them but Mitch scored over 20 points in that game had a had a great game by any any standards not just from a, a bench player not just from a player that never gets in the game, but from a that that would have been a great game from a regular starter. He's dropping threes, he's playing defense, he's he's distributing the ball, he's making clutch shots in clutch moments against a conference rival in a meaningful game. It was like one of those games you see in movies. Rudy or something like that and he's doing it no bam thank you and Mitch is doing it crazy crowds going nuts and there was a part of the game where and this is the part where I'll never forget I get him in the game and he it's one thing to practice all season and go through the grind of practice and our practices are hard. They were very hard, but it's something to get into a game that's different. So you can you can be in the what you think is the best shape of your life, but now all of a sudden you're in a game and your adrenaline's going and the excitement and all that, you're not you're not ready. 
and he was playing he must have played a few possessions and he looks over at me and he gives me the signal where he's tugging on his jersey which is the universal signal of coach i need a break i need a blow take me out Whew. i tell you what that that got me fired up and i i can't remember exactly what i said to mitch we had a good enough relationship where I could be totally brutally honest with him and I'm sure I said a few swear words but it went a little something like you've been waiting all season long to get in the game to play you're not coming out so don't ask me to come out again like how how, how dare you stay in son <laughs> and he probably looked at me and said I got you coach and then he went back in he didn't come out you know, you're not coming out of this game unless I pull you out. Don't ask to come out. And he never did it again. And again, he had a great game. I was proud of him. Not just of the game he played, but just looking back at what he went through that season. Busting his ass in practice. Showing up every single day. Probably in his head wanting to go back to the habit of quitting. He probably had that thought in his mind many times. Oh, F, F Snow. He's not going to play, man. He's going to quit. Coach don't know. But he never did. He never carried through with it. He stuck it out, and he was available. He was available when it mattered. And he would have been available anytime. He showed up, and he was unavailable. That's all you want. If you're, if you're a coach, that's what you want from your players. You just want them to be available. Be ready. Show up and be ready. Do we do that in life? Are you available every day? Even when you don't want to be? Even when there's no guarantee of real success, do you still show up? Or do you look for excuses and, and quit? It's a tough choice. It is not not a lot of people are built that way. I didn't think Mitch was. He proved me wrong. I'm sure I told him that in the beginning of the season. I said, I hope you prove me wrong because I don't think you're going to last. And he did. He did prove me wrong. And every day we wake up, we have to sometimes prove ourselves wrong because we have thoughts in our head of quitting, of getting getting out of the relationship quitting our job because they don't value me or I'm not getting the raise I think I deserve F that show up show up show up for life be dependable be available be available to yourself are you? that's the question you have to ask yourself and not just on good days when everything's sunshiny and rainbows, but on those days where it's rainy and the odds are stacked against you. Do you show up then? Are you available then? Are you available to the people that depend on you? I hope so. Make it a great day. I'm out. You never know where you're going if you don't look back. Hold it tight like a fist for it fades to black. You got a relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past that can bring you to. You got a relic, they come far and few. Remember what you do, it comes back on you. A relic, best to keep it true.